this is going to be a really funny for the replay i'll say um when it starts okay yay hi i'm <laughs> sorry don't really know what i'm doing it's um fun. alec is my camera boy <laughs> oh, i told eli right. yesterday i was like i need an instagram button i'm sorry my like it's fine my child is crying but he's going so he's like fine. it's fine yeah can you hear me okay Yes. Could you guys okay, hear me? Yesterday or the other day, I told Eli, I was like, I need an Instagram husband and you would do. And he's like, oh, really? I do? Oh, that's the sweetest thing oh, I've ever heard. <laughs> well, like, Alex I'm such Instagram a brat. Husband, not me. Yeah. Well, you are also, you have just built an Instagram to like 10,000 in yeah, the last like, I mean, it's kind of just like, um, probably because of my mother-in-law and husband, but I'm like, whatever, except we'll go with it. For, except for the fact that you are awesome and people want to follow you and they wouldn't if they didn't. So that's true. Thank you. <coughs> You're I know I kind of just, um, post whenever it feels like I should. And yeah. I'm just kind of going with the flow. It doesn't really have a theme. doesn't really have, I just want to help people. That's what I'm here for. So yeah. Anyways. Well, and I feel like you do such a good job of like, you know, we have our life experiences that lead us to this place of who we're supposed to serve. And I feel like your experience is really, you know, okay. So let's go into that. You want to share just kind of like a brief, um, like I know we've done a video before, but like yeah. a brief journey up until now of like, yeah. Your health, your well, health. it's so funny because I feel like even this past year, I, I have not changed my mind on things, but like, I have definitely tied up loose ends that make more sense to me now than it did when I created my old videos. Um, so I need to do an updated video. But um, so when I was like 14 and 15 years old, I got extremely sick and we didn't know what was going on for years and years. Fast forward till 18 years old and they're like, oh, it looks like lupus. It looks like rheumatoid arthritis. It looks like fibromyalgia. You got this going on. You got this going on. And I wish I had a magic wand for you, but this is what you're going to be like for the rest of your life. And I was like, okay. Um, I kind of just accepted that. I lived in denial for a really long time because I didn't really take care of myself. I didn't feel good. So therefore I didn't care. And, um, you know, my intuition always told me you should eat healthier. And I was like, yeah, but I'm in college. It doesn't really matter. I want to be normal. I want to be able to do um, all these things. And but then it's so funny because I didn't really get to partake in normal college activities, um, which is not the healthiest. But because I was on all these different <laughs> medications that didn't I didn't allow. get to party. I didn't get to drink. I didn't no, I didn't. <laughs> but that's because I was on all these medications that wouldn't allow. And I'm like, well, these medications already make me feel drugged enough anyways. So I'm good. Anyways, so yeah, it wasn't until after I was married when my mother-in-law, Allie, uh, I feel like I can't say her name on Instagram without <laughs> my- Instagram will be like, eh. Yeah, well, even just with having my last name, it's, yeah. it's, hi Jess. Jess is on there. Hi. Um, anyways, I, oh my God, I'm about to break my husband's studio thing. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Something you were about, saying, you were saying how Allie, um, really like, she, I think you're about to go into how she like illuminated you to the idea. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can't even say their names. They've been deleted. My husband's been deleted, uh, 
deleted seven times from Instagram. So I just have to be very careful. Anyways, so when we got married, Allie was going through withdrawal with um, medication because she had just previously met Dr. Kelly Brogan, who kind of led us all down this rabbit hole of health and healing. And um, when I saw diet changes, um, environmental changes happen for her, my husband was like, why don't you try it? And I was like, okay, um, fine. I've always kind of intuitively knew I needed to clean up my act and start eating healthier, but I didn't really make the connection until three months in. I was like, oh my gosh, I could feel normal. And so that's when I started to taper off my medication. Um, clearly I was stable in my diet before I tapered off any medication. I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't recommend anybody get off their medication without their supervision or know what you're doing. Um, especially if certain medications require a taper schedule. So I had that foundational diet and within three to four months, I got my blood work back and it was for the first time in years, my sed rates, which was my inflammation markers were normal. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. And that is something that I hadn't heard in um, years because they're like, well, I mean, we'll try this. We'll try this. We don't really know what's going on. And then it kind of just led me down this rabbit hole of, okay, so let's do diet. What else can we change? And then it was my environment. And then I got onto detoxing and then things in my life started popping up to show me what I needed to learn about myself. And um, whether that be um, physical health or spiritual or spirituality um, or just what I needed to learn. And so I could help other people go through similar um, walks of life. So, yeah, now it's been five years. I've been off medication. I'm still continuing this health journey as I've been hit with mold and um, EMS which is a whole other topic. <laughs> so, um, but I, I love it because it helps me learn and so I can help other people. So, that's wow. yeah, I love that. And I feel like, okay, so the reason that I even was like, oh, I need to text Kylie, we need to get on video is because I recently had a, so I've never had allergies in my life at all. Mm -hmm. And then this year, ragweed season came up and it was the, and I know it's like literally nothing compared to what most people go through. So I'm not even like <laughs> trying to say like, I understand, but, um, but like I, you know, would go outside and like, literally I couldn't even say a word cause it was just like sneeze after sneeze after sneeze. And I yeah. had allergies before. And so of course, you know, cause I'm an obsessive person. I like go into research. I'm like, why do I have allergies? And you know, everything yeah. online, you know, online, like Google, um, cause I'm like a Googler, um, was like, Oh, some people have allergies and some people don't. And that's that. And I'm just mm. like, yes, like, yeah. that cannot, be true. That cannot be true. And so I, you know, I went into it pretty stubborn and I was like, we're going to figure this out and I'm going to heal myself from it. And, um, I mean, I might change my perspective on this in due to, I don't know, this is like all just where I'm at right now. Yeah. But, um, I took like copious amounts of supplements. I like ate medical medium for like, you know, mm -hmm. five, five days and was like just really miserable. And mm -hmm. it was almost like this wake up call for me that was like, Hey, Bethany, you can't fix it overnight. Like you have right. to be in the it's lifestyle. 
yeah well yeah. And that's like, what that's what we're so conditioned and that's why so many people reach for the pills because it's so much easier to just be like you know what i'm just gonna do this because i'm so go 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 i don't have time to right. do the work to heal myself and that's what we as a society have been conditioned to just i mean i'm the same way i used to be like I want my hair cut and I'd go to the mall and get my hair cut and I'd be like, I hate it. And I'm like, well, that's right. what happens when you just go and do something so quickly. When you want something to be done properly, you have to have the intention behind it. And right. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly where I was at. And so, and I, and I had it under control for a few days, like, and then all of a sudden it just like flared back up again. And so I shamefully, you wouldn't even believe this is like another side of it. I shamefully, and this is interesting that shame came in. I shamefully went and got like Claritin and yes. I took one and like, I haven't taken medi medication in like, you know, probably six years of any kind. Maybe, oh, well, maybe like baby Tylenol when I had a migraine or yeah. something. How did you feel but, afterwards when you took it? Well, it was interesting because, okay, so there was the shame, right? Which is like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I teach that we don't do this. Yeah, right. And I was secretive about it, but I just a few days before gone on Instagram and shared my regimen about allergies, like how I was doing enzymes. And I was like, in authenticity, I cannot just like not bring this back up and not right. like tell everyone like, hey. So I took one one day and I took one the next day and then I took a break. Um, and so I've, ta I've taken a total of three mm -hmm. and I haven't taken them in a few days. And I'm and what? Okay, so here's here's where I'm at. If I'm personally going to allow myself to utilize the modern medicine that's available, I have to, with equal responsibility, be doing work to make sure that that's not a long-term decision. Yes. And it's a really, it was like, I'm like a child, like pouting, you know, like, dang it. I don't want to like have to change my lifestyle. I don't want to like. Yeah, you get it. Like, I'd rather just be normal. I'd rather not worry about it. But then I look around and I'm like, bad word, normal. Like, yeah, normal is dying of all sorts of ailments that are preventable. Um, normal is getting, you know, uh, which C word do you want to pick? Good God. Right. Like, the right. fact that we have so many C words that are like killing people. And, and so I was like, I just had like a personal wake up call, like, what if the allergies has saved my life? You know, what if the it allergies was a gift to yeah. realize like this is a symptom of something that's bigger. And it, it really, it, I mean, I'm emotional about it right now because I look at like my kids are in public school right now and the, what they're eating there is like, just, I mean, ridiculous. Like yeah. and this, this is not saying that the, like, I, I personally know the lunch lady and I think she's awesome. It's not her decision. Right. It's like, right. it's like a system that is designing us to fail because yes. it's got addiction weaved into it. It's got, yes. um, if you don't want to feel like, oh, you remember like the whole stigma, like, oh, the kid that brings their own lunch. Yeah. I mean, I was homeschooled, but I like heard about it from friends yes. like when they open up their lunch and it's like the mom packs something healthy. And I'm like, it's fun. It's weird until it's not. And it's yeah. like your life and you're the one that's sick or whatever. Yeah. And so anyway, I just was like, it was just an interesting journey of like this last week that I've been on in the same way of like, all right, this is not, oh, oh. And then the whole, like, you know, what if, <laughs> what if society like shuts down, you know, and you got to grow your own food? Well, gosh, there you I go. I know. 
I'm like, I don't have, I have a packet of seeds and I haven't even started yet. I'm like, I think I've missed the whole time when it would have been perfect to plant anything. So next year. Next year, yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to comment on something. You said um, something about, I just wanted to say that what I learned, and my friend, one of my dearest friends, her name is Rachel, she reminded me that this is not happening to me, it's happening for me. And so when you change the lens of things that are happening and start to shift your perspective on things, that's when you have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mom brain is getting me again. But that's when you can pull yourself up and say, okay, I'm gonna do this and I'm not gonna let this happen to me, get out of victim mode. And I think part of the process of, not that I'm saying you're a victim, I'm just, yeah, with no. me for so yeah. long, my illness became an identity. And I think that's what ha happens to people and so when I finally was like, you know what, I have to do something. This is, it wasn't until retrospectively that I was like, oh, this is for me. I, I'm going through this right now so I can grow and change as a person and not stay where I was. And so I think that's awareness and um, gratitude will definitely get you a long way. Uh, but then again, with the school lunches, you know, it's so hard. I could take this topic so many different directions because heart disease starts in childhood. And if we're not um, paying attention and really being intentional with our children's food, that's when it toxins just accumulate. And that's just how it happens. That's why we're all so sick. Right. Um, and that's a whole nother rabbit hole of why I think people are getting sick. But anyways. Yeah. What do you, where, was there ever a point in your lifestyle change? Cause I remember you sharing how you, you felt like you had a pretty unhealthy diet before, right? Mm. Like, just, yeah. Well, and I, so was there, so hard. It's, are you a healthy? Personal? It's not convenient. Are you I'm sorry? Go ahead. Am I a foodie? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was that hard? Like, what was that hard? Like on an emotional level to switch? Cause I know it has been for me. I mean, still, even still, yeah. just because I go into like the healthy whole, I don't, I don't shop at Whole Foods, it's too expensive. Um, like natural grocers or something, I will go down the aisle of the cookies and stuff and try to find something that will fit within this box of like, okay, it's still healthy, but it's still sweet. And right. it's so hard because um, I'm still so, I wouldn't say addicted, but a lot of times when we're seeking out these certain foods, it's because we have a deficiency in a mineral um, or vitamin or something that we're looking out, seeking or out joy. these of foods or joy. Yeah. And it, it's so addicting because it's like, okay, well, I don't do those anymore, but now I've shifted my addiction to over this way. And still, it's still a struggle. But um, once you start changing your diet and start feeling better, that's when I was like, okay, this is worth it. Like, yeah. I would look at a pile of pasta and be like, that's not worth it to me. Like, I want to be able to walk out of this restaurant not feeling like an old person. Yeah. Um, so that's when I started doing that cost-benefit analysis. Like, okay, I know if I eat this cheese right now, my stomach is going to hurt or this is going to flare up and it's just not worth it to me because I don't want to have to be in pain. I don't want to be miserable. And once I changed, got over that hump, 
my palate changed. And so I was no longer addicted to those foods. Um, don't get me wrong though. There's still ways that you can substitute and have alternatives and find healthy alternatives where you still get the same satisfaction of food and it's that more intentional. And I think we need to work on our relationship with food because it's been so like the intention and purpose has been taken out of it and the addiction has been introduced because we're no longer taking the time to make our good meals. We're go, go, go to the fact that it's so much more convenient to just go through a drive through or pop something in the microwave when that's literally like one of the worst things for your food. Um, so I think if we return to intention, it, don't get me wrong, I have two kids now and I'm like dread making dinner. I'm like, I just want to go to Chipotle and I don't want to eat and yeah. or make food because it's just too much. And, and, and I think there's times when you can make concessions and if you're eating consistently 99% of the time in a healthy way, I would be like, okay, you got to do what you got to do to get your house fed, you know? Yeah. But um, we need to put intention and care back into making food and being grateful from the source. Yeah. And um, everything will just kind of tie up loose ends of convenience. Yeah. I mean, convenience. we've been so conditioned for convenience. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Well, and like, and we just, oh, sorry. I think it like kind of cut out for a second. I mean, to cut you off, but um, one of the things that you said that just like really sparked my thought is like the, the society setting us up for mm -hmm. failure. You know, Eli did the 28 day cleanse recently from mm -hmm. the medical medium. Yeah. And that was his like fourth cleanse of the year. And to be honest with you, we had a little bit, I wish I could bring him on right now because he could like attest to this. We never fight, like never fight. We are usually like just lovebirds and we have like, we work through things. We, it wasn't even a fight, but I, I'm going to like admit right now, I was the problem. And I noticed how differently he was acting to what society was doing. And it was triggering for me because I wanted my way to be fine. And it was like, oh, the fact that he was doing something different. So that was one thing. And then also- It's disrupting what you're used to. Yeah, it wasn't what I was used to. He was losing a bunch of weight and I wasn't because I wasn't doing it. And just, yeah, anyway. So it was like day 26 and I made a comment that was like, you know, you make a comment and it's like more than a comment. It's like, mm -hmm. you're actually trying to say something. A but dig. Yeah, it was like, it was like maybe a dig or maybe even not a dig at him, but like, almost like calling him crazy, which it makes me feel so sad to say, but I'm like, don't you, I said something like, don't you think you've gone a little bit too far or something like that? And he was like, he was like really sweet. Like, I think he was like, I mean, I, I have to ask him to know for sure, but I think he was a little bit like, bro, you're supposed to be my big supporter. And like, here I am on a 26th day of like a really hard thing. Working yeah. on healing from, you know, healing from stuff that's not easy. Yeah. And I was doubting him. And, like, I, it makes me want to cry even saying this, but I'm just being honest with you. But um, we had this conversation. He's like, well, show me, like, show me your data. Where, where's your data saying, like, and I was just like, well, I don't have data, but you're yeah. just like, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. We ended up talking about it for, like, you know, six hours or something. Like, we had this super long conversation. And 
we left with me going, well, I don't know, you know, if you're, if you're crazy and him thinking, I know I'm supposed to do this and I wish I had your support kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And the other day it really hit me at the park. You know, he's training for a marathon. Ugh, I'm going to cry, Kylie. <laughs> he's training for a marathon and he had just run like, you know, 20 miles or something. And he was well, like, I'm watching this from the perspective of I'm like sitting there with my baby nursing her and I'm watching all, it was a super busy day at the park, a bunch of moms, a bunch of dads, a bunch of kids. And all the moms and dads were sitting down. You just, they didn't feel good. Like you could just tell they were like, this is not from a place of judgment, but like, um, they had extra weight that they were carrying. Yeah. Like, like they're like this one lady, when she got up, she's like holding her back, telling her husband my back mm -hmm. so bad. And, um, and Eli, was running around with all the kids he had created this like little beehive of all the kids and they were like you're can you be the monster and he's like you know running around ah you know just being like mm -hmm. it was the perfect moment for that uh a reel that's like do you ever just look at your husband and you're like yes how did i get so lucky because he was like a total idiot but, I, but he had so much energy and he felt so good and that was like after a super crazy run and i was just like Damn, like it, it is our number one job to be feeling our best. If we're yes. purpose-driven people that want to be trajectory changers for other people, and it is our yes. number one job to show up feeling our best, it is not just a luxury and it's and it's and it's a worthy investment, even though it is so hard that mm -hmm. I mean I've not even done it. I've not even changed my diet for a long time. I'm not even like stuck with anything or like slowly making changes, but like that, I don't know, that whole experience of watching him with the cleanse, doubting him, think, calling him crazy, not really, but like kind of, and then watching his results, it was just really um, impactful slash inspiring slash yeah. touch convicting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's funny because I, I've been on both sides of that and I realized that when Alec was doing something like, oh, I'm only eating paleo or, oh, I'm only doing vegan and we've done it all. Yeah. Carnivore, vegan, we've done it all, which in my opinion, I think diet comes down to the individual, mm -hmm. but that's another topic. I was like, so can you tell me what I'm supposed to eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we could get into that. Okay. But... Let's talk about it later. We can okay. on our I know we just need to get together physically. Yeah, we will. But um, when Alec decides to do something that I'm not doing, I realize I get triggered and I start projecting my insecurities onto him, um, which just shows a lot about me, not about him. Yeah. Not saying this is you, but I, I've it was. been there. It I, was. I've been there where I'm like, oh, well, you're showing me my imperfections and why can't I just <laughs> Mm, I don't like that because it just made me feel insecure. And then I go down this spiral of all these false narratives that I have in my head about myself, Yeah, which is just programming, which is another reason why when somebody does something outside of your norm, it's so contradictory to who you are because you've been programmed or conditioned to believe one thing about yourself or how certain things are supposed to be in your life. But then also being on the other side of it, when I have decided to change my life, and people were, oh, it's just a fad. Eating gluten-free is just a fad. You're just, you know, wanting to be dairy-free because it's a fad. And I'm like, I had to learn to not take it personal because 
nobody else in my life was doing this. Thank God my husband did it with me because he was my number one supporter because I wanted to eat like crap because food was my number one comfort. But I had to learn to not take it personal on so many levels because what people are really doing is just walking around projecting their unhealed crap onto other wow. people. Wow. And so when people were saying that stuff about me, just like I was saying that to Alec, they're just doing the same thing to me. Oh, you're just doing a fad. It won't last. Even right. though it was hard for me to not take it personal because I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this because I feel like shit and I don't want to yeah. feel like, sorry. I feel like crap and I don't want to feel like crap, but I you know. You say it. It's the truth. Yeah. And so it was so frustrating, but it, it wasn't until I, I had to do a lot of work. I'm still working on it to realize that it's not about me. It's not about me, what other people say. It's totally a reflection of them. Yeah. And so, um, but it is hard, especially when you don't have somebody that's like, yes, you got it. Or yeah. I'm doing it with you. It, it's that much harder. But I've been on both sides. Even still, Al will be like, um, oh, I'm eating carnivore. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to eat these eggs. Or I'm not going to eat these eggs today. And it's just, we still go back. So go back and forth because Alec is in contact with so many different types of people who mm. vegan works best for them or carnivore works best for them. And it's so hard, but it's really just down to the individual. Yeah. Um, I see my whole family standing outside the store and I'm just That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you see like their little feet or something or what? Yeah, I see Grayson, Alec, oh. and he's holding Charlie. And I'm like, hi. This is your oh. whole life. It's my turn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, I, I love that so much. They're watching their mama speak her truth. Like how powerful. Wow. Thank you. That's yeah. like, yeah, that is like, we always say, you know, go, go baby. Like to our kids, like go make a friend on the playground, go do the right thing. Go do yeah. the hard thing. That's like discipline. And then when it's, when it comes down to it and we don't do it, mm -hmm. That's how they're going to learn. So they're seeing this, like, I mean, wow. They're seeing it's their very mom not only do the dang thing, but also inspire other people. It's, like, really exciting. Oh. So, Well, <gasps> you've been sorry, inspiring that was a hummingbird. <gasps> it was, like, right by my face. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. When I was, when I was yeah, yeah. When I was, um like seven, I was went on an adventure by myself down a massive like ravine and I walked into a hornet's nest and they all like attacked and I, I was very much I have like some work still to do because every flying thing I'm like ah! oh yeah it's like still just yeah crazy but anyway Kylie I love you so much thank you for hopping on here and yeah I can't wait to hang out I, I know I told you this earlier um on a te on our text but I was like I was like I don't want it to seem inauthentic when I say it on the video but like just knowing you is like just um gosh I feel emotional like there's not a lot of people that I have in my life that I really feel like so full when I walk away you know a lot of times I feel like I'm yeah just maybe Maybe I don't surround myself with enough people like you. Maybe I, I don't know, don't receive from I'll people I should, but, but it really means no, a lot. No, the feeling's totally you. mutual. Seriously, yeah. the feeling's totally mutual. I, like, look at you, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she is killing it. Like, she's got four kids at home, 
and <laughs> I only have two and she's like still putting stuff out there every single day that's touching people's lives and changing people's lives and you're such an inspiration and I feel like I could totally be myself around you and when that's you feel like yourself around people that's like that's how you know it's a true friendship yeah for sure so, I think we've just well and I've been gone to Colorado and now I'm back in Kansas City but um yeah which I, I'm like I, we can talk about that later too but I'm like I know like what I know I just got back last night but I'm like, cool. we need to make the, I know it's so funny because I feel like we're so connected in our lives today, but we're so disconnected. And what we really need to be working on is the community because this is where our lives are going to is creating these communities. Yep. And um, we just gotta like, I, I know I'm like so bad at making plans because then I'm just like, oh, I don't wanna go do it. But this is, when memories are made and connections yeah. are formed and we just need to hang out because we're, yeah. we're going to change the world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, have an awesome day and we'll, we'll, we'll schedule time. Well, sounds good. All right. See you girl. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. This is the first time I've done an Instagram live from the Jeep and I'm plugged in. Um, like my, I was about, my phone was about to die. So hopefully you can hear me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but we got Mac, Mac attack and Avalon right behind us. And I'm in the school line. And earlier I did a story and I really wanted to do this on live. Um, so Monday I was not feeling well. I was feeling pretty That's sick and yeah, that was you. You want to say hi? Hi. Good job. And I was feeling sick, and then Tuesday, I felt so much better. My fever had broken at like 5 a.m. on Monday, or I guess Tuesday, 5 a.m. Tuesday. I was feeling so much better, but I still wasn't feeling like awesome, but I had all of this shame around not working. And it's so funny, because I work for myself. You would think that wouldn't even be a thing. It's like, oh my gosh, it's no big deal. But it, when you, like, you know, I have super high expectations of myself. I unrealistic, and I totally know that. So anyway, I decided to go on a bike ride and just get in nature because a lot of times when I get in that place of like just uh, annoying expectation, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing good enough, I'm not doing fast enough, I'm not doing enough, then I need to kind of separate myself from that just to kind of get some perspective. So I went on a bike ride and I was pulling the kids in the trailer, like on the bike, while Eli was running, he's training for a marathon. And we were having this conversation because the day before, Eli had actually felt the same way about running. However, I was super sick. And so he was like, I should, you know, I want to take care of Bethany. I want to be around and make sure she's okay. Cause my lungs were feeling kind of crummy. Well, anyway, so he was saying that was going through his head on like, I should be running. I should be getting more miles. I should be, you know, you know, running more. I should be running faster and all this. And what we came to was when you live a purpose-driven life and when you live a life where you truly believe what you're doing is infusing yourself, your perspective into the world and how you do that ends up paying you, then you don't worry so much about how many hours you're putting in or, you know, am I doing enough? Your number one job is to make sure you are doing everything you can to feel your best, feel your healthiest because the level at which you feel is the level at which you can show up in the world. And so this was really, really huge for me to make the shift. Like this morning, what can I do this morning? I had to ask myself, what can I do to make sure I feel my best today that I get in the zone? And it was funny because all of those things that I needed to do, which was take some time for myself, listen to a podcast on my way to the coffee shop, work on a project that was really exciting to me. Um, 
yeah, just several things that, um, that, that I needed to do. Eat healthy food. All of those things ended up putting me into a place where I felt really motivated and really excited. And um, so it was just a good reminder to me. Okay, so here's the other mindset shift that I had to make, which is this. It, 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 when you're self-employed and you work for yourself or you, know, you determine your hours or whatever, 40 hours a week, you don't have... If, if you want to go that route and you want to like check off the box of like, did I work enough or did I not? You can do that. But if you're going to do that, you have to build in getting yourself in the right space to that time because it really is a part of your job. If you, if I get on here and I'm low energy, I'm not fun to listen to, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I'm negative, then it makes everything that I do, if I'm on here or whatever, it makes everything less effective, less impactful, less fun. I don't build an audience. I don't inspire anyone. I'm not passionate, whatever. It's just not effective. So that is the number one job that we all have to do is to take responsibility for helping us be our healthiest. And of course, this is all relative and I know everyone has like different situations, but for me, it was just really, I don't know, it was really fun to kind of put that into perspective of like my number one job is to make sure that I'm healthy and that I, and that is counted towards my work hours. <laughs> so anyway, just a fun thought for you today. Hope it was encouraging. Have a beautiful day. We'll chat soon. <laughs> Bye.